Okay, hello, and welcome back to uh, part two of the Would I Lie to You inspired episode uh, called Would I Lie to Him. Uh, we did part one last time, which I hope you've checked out, because otherwise this is going to be a bit weird. Um, <laughs> it's going to be very, yeah, it's going to be very off if you jump straight in at this part. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is part two, and uh, we've not got any anus for this one because. Yeah, fuck yeah. We and recorded for two hours, and honestly, we didn't really think this far ahead. No, we were only meant so. to record for like an hour today, and then we were like, yeah. oh, time's gotten away oh. from us. Two there hours and five minutes in, and no, <laughs> here we <laughs> Better are. Better split it into two parts. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, anyway, you know. yeah, so this is part two. Uh, I hope you enjoy. Do you want me to do my one? Next one? Yeah, if you want. Right, I've called this choke on a penny. Okay, just give you an idea. Okay. So, obviously, you've got siblings. Yep. That I'm assuming you've, you know, in the, back in the day, used to play fight with and accidentally hurt. Yep. All right. You know the uh, you know the drill. If you hurt your sibling, you've got to tell them to smack your back so they get one back so they can't tell on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Must have done that. Well, this was a scenario with me and my me and my brother. Okay, so I've accidentally hurt him to the point of tears, and okay. I said, oh, you know, we were going on the stint like, oh no, please hit me back, hit me back, don't tell mum and dad, we get one, get one back, come on, have, have a swing." But I saw a penny <laughs> on the on the <laughs> on my dresser, and um, I, I for some reason I still to this day don't know why this was the first thought in my head, but I thought, Alex, watch this. And I flicked the penny up in the air, and I've caught it in my mouth, right? But right. it's not landed on my tongue where I wanted it to land. It's gone straight down my throat, and it's gone oh, lodged gosh. sideways in my throat, okay? Shit. So I've started to panic now. My mum and dad are downstairs, so I've just completely forgotten about mine and Alex's scenario, and I've fucked off downstairs, all right? <laughs> my uncle's there, and he's instinctively just flip me upside down he starts whacking my back and eventually this penny shoots out and it flies out my mouth and i can breathe once again but mm-hmm. th- th- that whole drama that whole scenario was one of the scariest scenarios i've i've ever faced and it was terrifying just that that not being able to breathe feeling yeah i've never choked on anything so i don't know what that's like Oh mate, it's it's really weird because I've choked on chicken as well, and it's yeah. it's say when you you've literally with the chicken I had there was some room to breathe, so you're trying to take in as deep breath as you can to cough this fucker out. But with mm. the penny, and because me and my brother at the time were only about oh my god, I would have been about nine, so he's about seven at the mm. time. You know what I mean? So we're not very old, and 
our throats aren't massive. So that penny, I think it was like a 2p coin, to be honest with you, but it was a 2p coin. And it, 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 I wasn't expecting it to go sideways, and it just lodged in my throat. Fucking hell. And, yeah, you, and I couldn't get that breath to, to cough it up. Closest thing I've had to choking was I had a banana once, and literally like half <clears throat> of it went into my mouth and down my throat whole. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. And one of the kids at school was like, you all right? And I was just there crying because I thought I was going to die. <laughs> You're getting some practice in for later in life. <laughs> just a, Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say what I was going to say there. No, good. <laughs> you got uh, any questions for that one? What? Not really, but that's a tough one. It's it's hard to try and decide when you're lying because, as I've said on mine, I sort of just talk normally. It's I suppose it yeah. helps that we're not together because facial features and that give away a lot of. Oh lies yeah, that and would stuff. give it away. Yeah, um, and the fact that I'm also reading bullet points on all my stories yeah you know so it's hard to tell because what you've just said sounded like it was so just natural for you to say and recall so yeah i'm leaning towards it being true okay but you have already done a true i i told you i struggled and to another put together <laughs> so I'm gonna go with my gut instinct and say true. No. <sighs> no, it did happen, I but not to me. God damn. It ha- it was the other way around. It was my brother. Oh uh, fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> so it did actually happen. That's why I could... When I was deciding these, I was like, look, I can't tell stories. So what I have to do is recall something that's already happened. Yeah. Um, and that was the best one I could think of, was that it has happened. It was the other way around. So my brother, I think he like punched me in the balls or something like that by accident. Mm. It was accidental. I remember that. And he felt bad. Mm. So he just he just picked up this penny out of nowhere. And before I know it, I'm watching... It wasn't the first time he did it either, you know? So he was flicking it up, catching it in his mouth. And I was like, oh, you know what? The pain's kind of gone now. I'm, you know this is interesting what the fuck's he doing and then he did it one time and that was it and i just saw the panic come into his eyes instantly and uh and yeah he ran downstairs and i followed to find that he was upside down and getting his back bashed by my uh, like bash smacked by my my uncle i had to change my wording then because uh, <laughs> if i said my brother's back bashed by my uncle it would have been a bit dodge so um <laughs> but yeah, that, but that was a true story, but just not from me. I've um, I have choked on the chicken though, so that's why I could. There was a moment where the I was thinking feeling. you were talking about the chicken, and I thought, is, was he going to say I have choked on a chicken though instead of chicken as well? So yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> shit. Oh well. Good one. Um, Cheers. <laughs> I was going to read the status quo one again then. <laughs> <laughs> I've just deleted them once I've read them. Ah, good idea. Okay. 
I once left my number on a napkin for a waitress at Nando's. True. <laughs> are we? Are you going with that for your final answer? No, no. Go, go. Read the. Tell the story. Tell the story. Okay. Because so, I don't know whether you've nicked this story off of somebody else. <laughs> but once again, I have heard this story. So. <laughs> so as everybody knows, I am a massive ladies' man. Um, massive undoubtedly. virgin. <laughs> <laughs> so I was at Nando's now for any people that aren't from England I don't believe they have Nando's anywhere else it's basically a chicken restaurant so just serves mainly chicken based meals um, and they have hot sauces with them so you don't have to get hot sauces obviously but there we go um, so I was eating a meal with some friends uh, you still there? Yeah, yeah, sorry. You made a reference there that you think that Nando's is only UK. And um I'm just I'm just fact checking before you uh Yeah, it's weird. The thing went hissy again and I couldn't hear you. Oh, did it? Oh. Yeah. No, sorry. I'm still yeah, yeah, I'm still listening. I'm just making sure you're not chatting shit. Um, All right. It does look like you yeah, you you've not you're not wrong. It's not um I think it was I think it's from briefly what I've read it's a South African style of food but it's uh yeah nando's brands across uh, across all global markets except oh except for south africa sorry that's where i got my confusion from oh. um so it is you right the united kingdom remains one of the brand's key markets whereas it, it is among the nation's most popular casual dining chains um there are a group operating 936 Nando restaurants worldwide at the end of 2019, uh, with the number of restaurants in the UK reaching over 400 in the same year. So it's we're mo- I think most popular in the UK, but there's right. you know yeah. the odd 500 or so in uh, around the world somewhere. I was other say, than I, I thought Africa. I'd heard an American say before that they don't have Nando's there. And I don't know whether uh, they that's might true not, or not. To be fair. But anyway, yeah, because I know we got listeners in other countries. So anyway, yeah, so I thought um, we, uh, yeah, we were having a challenge basically to see who could eat the most of the hot sauce or try the hottest sauce or whatever. Um, there was no like money involved or anything. It was just literally just a friendly thing. Um, yeah, and I was trying all these different sauces on the table. And this waitress came over. She was watching us. I could see her sort of looking at us um, whilst we were trying the sauces. And she goes, you know that's not the hottest sauce, right? And I said, is it not? And she was like, no. We've got a special one out the back um, that we only give to certain people if you want it. And I was like, mm, I'd love to try your sauce. <laughs> so, Mate, you know what's mad? Either I'm having like severe deja vu right now, or this is the second story in a row you've already told me. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> well, as we said um, to each other, this is going to be very hard because we it know each is, other inside yeah. out. Yeah. So. But if I say, I, I, I want you to continue the story for the, obviously the listeners haven't heard this story before. And I think it is a very good story. I do like this story. Um, but I'm going to obviously say that it's true because right. 
I've heard this from somewhere, and if it's not you, then I'm curious as to where I've heard this. But yeah, <laughs> everything you said from the the special source, and even when you said the number on a napkin, that's just like I've heard that somewhere before. So either you've nicked it, or that's your own, and okay. you're sad enough for that to be your own. So, right. I don't know whether I want to continue <laughs> now. Then, <laughs> am I right or am I wrong? I'm not going to say. We'll say at the okay. end. Okay. All right. So. Go she saw us and she said oh try this special sauce so I was like right okay she went out and got it she come back with this um, tablespoon uh, and the sauce and she poured the sauce onto the spoon and I was ready to receive <laughs> to receive the sauce <laughs> I should not have paused there <laughs> I was ready to receive the he spread spoon. thy cheeks and was ready to receive that doesn't even sound any fucking better. I was ready to receive the spoon, um, and with her sauce on. And oh God! Um, I I I put my hand out to take the spoon, and she spoon fed me the sauce. Oh yeah. So I was like, oh shit, stuff's going down here, son. So. Oh my God! That's, that I, sounds so unnatural coming from you. <laughs> So I, you know, I I was okay with that, and she said, "If you um, swallow this and you don't cough, you can have a free glass of milk on the house." So I was like, "Oh, awesome! Okay." So I had the sauce. I coughed my ass out because <laughs> it was very hot, and I don't do well with spicy food. And she went and got this glass of milk for me anyway because. She said it was a good thing that I tried it. And, um, yeah, so she came back and she was she's very flirty as far as I was concerned and quite attractive. So I was like, hmm, I'm going to see what happens here. So I was going to ask for a number, but being the chicken that I am, <laughs> Nando's. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that wow. was completely unintentional. Um, that was terrible. I thought, right, I'm going to write my number down on this napkin that she's given me with the milk so I wrote the number down and I gave her the glass back at the end with the napkin wrapped around it with the number and she wandered straight into the kitchen with it so I was like hmm I wonder if she even read it or whether she's just oh, been it this is so tragic isn't it so we left and we went down to a dessert sort of place and we were sat in there for a while, and I was going, oh, "What if she didn't read it? What if, what if I just gave her a number and she's binned it?" I was like, "What a waste!" Because I never get any attention. Blah blah blah. <laughs> and <laughs> they were like, "Well, you can't go back and check. That that looked desperate." I was like, "I oh, know, but I'll just live in regret if I don't." So they said, "Well, it's closing in five minutes." So you better hurry if you're going to. So I literally sprang from the dessert place up to a local shop to um, buy a notepad and pen so I could write the number down again. And <laughs> wait, was this was this Nando's in Old Town? No, in uh, town. in Topper Town. Yeah. By the and you went Morrison's. to I'm, I'm assuming Casper's. Yes. Yes, I know exactly <laughs> where we are. <laughs> so I ran from there to the Big Morrison's when it was still open and yeah. then ran back into Nando's and I said to the woman, excuse me, I, I know this is a bit of a weird thing, but 
did you read the napkin I gave you? And she was like, yes, I did. I'm at work. And left it at that. And it was so stony. And I was like, <laughs> this is the most awkward thing in my entire life. And I just left feeling like an absolute prat. She never texted. <laughs> now I'm, I'm near enough 100% sure this is true. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> I hold no pleasure in saying that. <laughs> but that was back when I had my really long hair, so no wonder she Oh, didn't so she probably that. thought she's not a lesbian, so she's not <laughs> she's not interested. Yeah, cuz I didn't even have a beard or anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is all yeah, that that's very much rings a bell. I knew it did. Yeah. I knew it did. I see. I'm too good, man. I knew it. <laughs> Go really? on then. What's your one? Right. Okay. So this one, I know for a fact, I've never told you, and I was very lucky that I came off of it as I did. Um, but it was whilst I was working at DPD, and. I was still a van driver at the time, um, mm. so I wasn't in my truck, just to put it into perspective, because I know yesterday you asked me the question if I was delivering to residentials, and I said, no, I only deliver to businesses, so it would have would have caved this story automatically if I didn't say I was working in the van, because you wouldn't have believed me. Um, okay. But I was parked on one side of the road, and um, there was traffic lights at, uh, at the road I was um delivering on and I needed to get over the other side and I was like mm-hmm. I'm not going to obviously drive the van round I can just walk across the road and deliver it the other side of the road it's not rocket science okay. but the light had just turned green um, when for the cars and there was nobody nobody there as such There was I saw a Nissan Micra okay I saw it there it but I thought me. I can make it uh, no, no, it wasn't your micro. It was uh, the like the newer model of, oh, your, of your one. one. It was a slightly bigger one. Yeah, it's shit one. Um, and I thought, look, worst case is I'm not going to make it. He's going to slow down and just beep at me. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I, I'm making this delivery. I'm going. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, this guy's not slowed down. And I'm three quarters of the way across the road now. So oh, in preparation, I just prepare and I and he hits me. Not very fast. He has slowed down, but he had... I saw his face. He had no care in the world whatsoever. And my knees hit his headlight, and it's broken the plastic on his headlight. I got some bruises, a cut and a bit. I stood up. He had no interest in taking any information at all. He had a face like a slapped ass. Um, he took very little responsibility for it. And, and yeah, we, we was kind of left at that. I got out of it quite unscathed. So I thought myself quite lucky. Um, and yeah, we sent, essentially just went our separate ways after that. Um, but it's the only time I've ever been hit by a car. And uh, I wouldn't advise it. <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> so how long ago would this have been? This would have been... I've been at DPD for nearly three years. This was about oh, a year and a half, nearly two years ago. I mean... Because uh, I've been doing, I did my night shift for a year. Um, uh, a year last March, I started my night shift. Then I was before that, I was an on-job trainer, so mm-hmm. I wasn't really out in the vans for much. And I was an on-job trainer for a good few months, so it would have been probably closer to two years ago. Right. Okay. I, I've kind it of didn't feel affect like... my day. It was. 
it this... was midway through my day, so I still did my other deliveries. Yeah. I sort of feel like this would have been something you would have said. Just because... I don't know, it's a bit embarrassing, we... isn't it? I walked, I said she ran across the road. <laughs> just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> It's not something to be proud of, mate. No, but, you know, I, I we told each other weirder stuff, so you know. Yeah, but still, like, think of the scenario. Yeah, I'm just even now. I was only saying it because it's, it's a story that I don't think I didn't think I told you at all. Um, there might have been hints to it, but I thought ah, it was very embarrassing. I don't even think my parents know. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and be a bit controversial and say this is false. Ah, oh, you bastard, you got me out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I did actually see it happen again. It was a story I twisted. Uh, I was in the car with my dad, mm. and um, I actually told my story only up the road from where I actually happened. You know Drake's Way? Yeah. Um, but the McDonald's end, yeah? Mm-hmm. That roundabout... If you're coming from like Pets at Home Waste, the micro went straight over that roundabout and the lights had just turned green and it was a school kid and he was running across the road just as the lights turned from um, amber to green. All right. And this micro didn't give a shit, mate. Honestly, I was staring at the micro the whole time before and after he hit this kid. And um, and yeah, he had no care in the world at all that he just hit this child. So it was and a hit and run then? He didn't run away. That bit was fine. He was crowded too much to have run away. Oh, right. Like there was a lot of people got out their cars on Drake's way and and were blocking him from going because this man didn't want to get out of his car. This kid did break his headlight cover. He his yeah. knee did hit it. He, he got oh, up. Man. Like he 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 rolled off the the bonnet of the car and he got straight up. So fair play to the kid. His adrenaline was probably going through the roof at the time. Mm. Um, but yeah, I felt so sorry for him because yes, he crossed when the lights just turned green. But every fucking idiot with a license, even if you're terrible at driving, knows you just you slow go. down and give him a beep. Like you, t- you, you give him a look. You don't fucking hit the kid. No, you know what I mean. Exactly. And this kid didn't look like he wasn't chavvy. He didn't look like he was being a little shit. He just misjudged the the, the turn of the lights. Well, we've all done. And it. Uh, and yet, yeah, yeah, exactly. And this kid just got. He, I saw the the scaredness in his eyes before he got hit and he just prepared just prepared himself and then before you know it just yeah micro hit him they say in uh, I, I read somewhere on a road safety thing that if the, the lights do change whilst you're crossing don't turn back just keep going yeah so that's the best thing to do I'm not sure why yeah um, but yeah depends how far across you are I suppose yeah yeah but yeah, once you've stepped onto the road, you sort of just got to own it and hope for the best. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. even if the right the lights red, you can still get wankers that drive into you. Oh yeah, exactly. But I just remember seeing that guy's face driving it, and he wasn't an old man or anything. He was like maybe late twenties, and he Jeez. just had no care, what no asshole. care at all. Yeah, I know. But yeah, there you go. Well, called it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I once wrote a sock. No, hang on. <laughs> False. Don't believe you. <laughs> I'm going to read that one last. I, okay. Where is it? When I was about five, I once accidentally shaved off my eyebrow and had to go around with a fake one on until it grew back. 
<laughs> right, okay. When you were five? Yeah. Okay, how did you get hold of the apparatus to shave your eyebrow off? Well, when I was about that age, my dad was still living with us in uh, Rodborn, yeah. so he would often use the shaver See, in the bathroom. I didn't bathroom. know you then. No. So this is... And he would often use the shaver because um, he used to go gigging a lot, so he'd like to look sort of dapper before he went out. Um, right. And often he would just sort of leave it by the sink because we had a sink and then there was a mirror on top of the sink. So yeah. one time, this was before the eyebrow incident, I remember picking up the shaver and just turning it on and going, hmm, that vibrates, that's a weird feeling. And I would just hold it against parts of my body. <laughs> that sounds a bit weird. Wow. That's yeah, not what I meant, though. You, but... <laughs> so uh, I put it against my head at one point, and I was like, that's weird, because I can feel my teeth vibrating. And yeah. I like that sensation. I don't know why, but yeah. So uh, this time, I don't remember shaving my eyebrow off. This is something my mum's told me. So I must have done this at some point. I must have put it on my head and just straight off. Now she's she thinks that it was uh, clean off but to me I think that would sort of have it would mean you'd have to be dedicated to actually going along the curvature of your eye. Because your eyebrows aren't straight. I see straight. what you're trying to do here, Rosely. What? I see what you're trying to do here. All right, you're trying to put, trying to spin it. All right, I get your game. Yeah, saying your mum said it was clean off. All right, even from the start, saying that you wore a fake eyebrow. All right, if you'd fucked up that much, if my daughter had somehow got hold of the clippers and shaved her eyebrow off without cutting herself mm-hmm. I would have made sure that there was no fake eyebrow she's living with that decision yeah I wouldn't make the effort of finding a fake eyebrow you're a little bit different to face. my mum though <laughs> yeah but I know your mum too and I think she would have found that quite funny if it yeah, happened not from what she said <laughs> yeah so, I don't think she went to uh, I think it was Skywalkers in town which is like a party shop for people that don't live in Swindon um, and she got one of the fake eyebrows from there or it could have been the one down the road because I'm not sure Skywalkers actually just sell eyebrows on their own but anyway so it's one of those two and she got this fake eyebrow hmm. and I remember from being a kid being told not to touch my eye but I that must be why I've never put two and two together until she told me uh, probably last year or so and I was like oh shit is that why I couldn't touch my eye and she was like yeah and I was like I thought it's just because I had hay fever she was like no it's because you had a fake eyebrow (laughs) and it would just fall (laughs) off if you kept touching it which it did on multiple occasions (laughs) and the teacher the teacher at school knew about it and would often have to stick it back on for me whilst I was in class because mm. I kept touching it in class okay right <laughs> there's there's some there's some hurdles in your story here that right so they've trusted 
a five-year-old child mm-hmm. to not touch his eyebrow that has been stuck to his forehead. Yeah. Your hair colour is... And I'm, I know your face, unfortunately, very well. Now, you've got very light-coloured eyebrows. So, trying to find the same colour tone on a ginger face to match in a comedy clothing store which when I went in there had very minimal options to choose from for somebody like myself with what I would class as quite normal hair colour maybe just a bit on the darker side I'm struggling to put your story together and make sense of it because if somebody's left the clippers out to the point where you've been able to realise that you like the feeling on your head, I'm assuming that's multiple times as well. Like, who the fuck? Like, your dad comes across like a very lovely man. I don't think he would have put your life in danger to the point of leaving something like the hair clippers out on multiple occasions for you to realise that you like the sensation. On your head. Go fuck. (laughs) So. (laughs) I didn't think about the hair (laughs) colour. So I'm going to say false. You'd be Um, right. Yeah. (laughs) I should have been a detective. Hell yeah. Oh, God. You know, the amount of times I forget I'm actually ginger. It's mad. <laughs> did you like my Did you like my detective work? That was good. That was a good analysis. Thank you. Although, I feel like the shaver thing is the, the least of the issues there. Because, you know, people leave you stuff five, about. You man. Like, but... I, oh, I wasn't done. I just heard you laughing. I was like, all right, I'll let him... I'll let him have his moment here because he, he's clearly caved at something I've said because I said when quite you... a lot in a short span of time then. When you said, uh, yes, uh, so trying to find uh, an eyebrow that would match <laughs> your uh, very distinct hair colour, I was just going, fuck, fuck, just off in the distance. <laughs> I was so I proud of myself because if I got that wrong, I was looking like a fucking idiot. <laughs> I was like, what do I say to this? Did I cut some of my own hair off and stick it? No, I, I went to Skywalker's, Alex. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you already said that bit. But I was, uh, yeah, like, the idea that your mum would lie to you and say that you did a clean cut at five years old. <laughs> yeah, all right, Mel. Calm down. By clean, I just right. mean I got the whole bit of the hair off. I didn't mean, like, it was Yeah, I know a, what clean... Sh- bold. Well, I thought you... But that's... <laughs> um, but, yeah, nobody would have relied on a five-year-old to stick a fake eyebrow on for the remainder of the day and then rely on the teacher to have to stick it. nobody would put that effort in All right? you're going to school without an eyebrow if you I, ever I did made that. the teacher a bit up like now. I guessed I didn't plan that Mate, from, from the sounds of it you made the whole story up what were you chatting about yeah I made the whole story up but I had bullet points didn't I that I was following so the teacher bit was completely <laughs> off the cuff off the cuff okay well welcome to my world <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. I'm very proud of my analysis there. My descriptive explanation of how it was definitely not true. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Thank oh, you. I was a bit further away then. Um, That's right. Well, I've only got one more, and 
a big part of me is a little bit upset that this is my last one because I'm 85% sure you know this story, <laughs> but you've told me two stories in a row of stories that you have told me before mm. and you believed that I wouldn't remember them. So, you know, I was hoping know. you wouldn't because I'm yeah, well, I even if you sure did... I told you the Nando's one before, but wasn't sure I told you the Poland one. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard them both. But um, even if you have heard this story or you believe it to be true or false, um, you know, it's a good story, I believe. Whoever it happened to, it was a good story. So I've not told it on the podcast, so fuck it. I might have just given it away there, but I don't care. (laughs) All right. So do you remember my house in Dunsford Close, bottom of Kings Hill? Yep. You should do. Do you remember my back garden at Dunsford Close? A lot of this shit happens in the back gardens of my houses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good. Do you remember in the far right-hand corner, there was a caravan parking area? Vaguely. This was a long Vaguely. time ago. That's fine. Well, let me just briefly describe it again for the listeners. So you walk out of a sliding back door to essentially a wooden canopy um, and then behind, beyond that is on the left hand side would have been again this is a long time ago so I'm trying to remember myself um, a shed of some kind, not a very big one but it was on the left hand side and then there was a grass in front of the shed but in the far and, and a, sorry, a big tall hedge going across the far right hand fence um, where it, it looked really nice to be fair, it was a lovely house and then in the far right hand corner there was a caravan parking spot because my grandparents actually bought the house from new and I believe they actually helped design the house when it was still being made. So they decided they wanted, they had caravan at the time. They wanted a space specifically for their caravan and the caravan did stay there for many, many years. Um, But what the caravan parking spot was, was essentially paving slabs uh, very nicely put on there. They weren't just chucked on there and then wooden log going down the side uh, where my grandparents could put like uh, pottery for plants and stuff um, and I believe they were nailed to the logs so that you know they wouldn't they wouldn't move they would stay they were static so you put your flowers in um, or yeah. whatever you're putting in there and you wouldn't have to worry about them falling over and breaking okay but what I think has happened over the years of uh, moving the caravan which was moved through a panel of the fence at the very back of the garden that was um, was able to be pulled up and released so the caravan could go, come out. Yeah, that's how the caravan came in and out. Okay. Obviously, as they're putting the caravan onto the parking bit, the caravans, I'm assuming, hit these pottery plants over the years and have caused them to break off and, and not be there anymore. So when me and my parents took over the house from them, um, by the time we were there the pottery on the side of those wooden logs that were they were nailed into had gone bar one shard of pottery that was still nailed into the wood lock okay okay this shard of pottery did not become a nuisance for many years even after we moved in but it did become uh, a sole factor of why this story is even relevant to this day so we me and my brother were very young at the time i believe i was probably again my well my sister was born so it would have been around oh god i was probably 10 9 or 10 around then okay um cuz my sister was 3 
around the years we lived in that house. So I know there's six years between me and my sister, so nine or ten, roughly. Right. Um, me and my younger brother, who's only two years younger than me, we used that caravan parking spot as a spot for our paddling pool sometimes. So what we would do is obviously my dad or my mum would come and blow up the paddling pool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of those ones that was like a bouncy castle in the fact that it had like a slide of built onto it. So once right. it was blown up, it was like a little water park for you. Yeah, yeah I get it. Um, yeah, so we were, for some idiotic reason, we decided, you know what we're going to do, Alex? We're going to walk around the edge of this paddling pool uh, when it's soaking wet, made of plastic or whatever it's made of, and it's very slippery. And one time, we, we were falling off at left, right, and centre. We were laughing our asses off. We were loving it. But one time, I fell onto the wooden log. Didn't think anything of it. Yeah. Um, I knew my knee hurt, because obviously it's not um, a smooth log. It was, it's got the texture of a wooden log. So I got a graze on my leg. I rubbed it off. I got back in the pool and I stopped moving around for a bit. And from what I remember, this is a long time ago now. This is 14 years ago. My brother looked at me with kind of a shock in his eyes. And I looked down and my leg was very red with blood, um, which was slowly dripping into the pool that I was standing in. So I've run into my house um my mum's panicked because i've got a massive like gash in, uh, just under my knee so what has happened is i've slipped and i've fallen onto a bit of pottery that has obviously over the years has broken off and there's a shard sticking out of the fucking log still yeah um and i've landed on that and it's made a massive gash just under my knee just missing my kneecap um and i, I got very lucky and i've run into my parents as best i could because obviously adrenaline i wasn't feeling any pain at this point i remember that yeah. And my dad, very calmly, by the way, lifted me off the floor, put me on the countertop and started bandaging up my leg. He was laughing and joking with me. I was I was in tears at this point. Once he started touching it and cleaning it, it stung like a bitch. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, so it, my mum was panicking. She thought I needed stitches. My dad was like, no, he'll be fine. Don't worry about it. It's just a cut. It wasn't. It was a big ass cut. But thankfully, it didn't need stitches because that would have shit me up more. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, and then it left me with a lovely scar uh, on my knee, and it's my biggest scar that I have, and I'm very proud of it. Um, but the story is pretty pathetic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I don't believe I've ever seen this scar on your knee. Um... Have you not? No, I don't think so. No, I'm just trying to think. I don't, don't really often picture your knees. <laughs> I'm very rarely wearing shorts, mate. To be honest. Yeah, that is true. Um, I would say send me a picture of your knees right now. No, that's a bit defeating the object, then, isn't it? But you're meant to be telling me if I'm telling the truth or not. You, you, yeah, you could just say, "Oh, I have got a scar," and then it could be a but completely could different story as to how you got that scar. Yeah, it could be. Hmm. It sounds true to me. I haven't really got a reason as to why it sounds true. <laughs> you got no questions. <laughs> You've pretty much covered everything. I was thinking, like, <laughs> it's a very in-depth story. 
But did it happen to me? I've given That's you what I'm wondering because you gave me. an in-depth story about the penny, and that wasn't you. Yep. But I've got all the other ones right, and I really don't want to get this one wrong. Yeah, got all of them, mate. You fucked up once. Yeah, I said I got the penny one wrong, but I said I got oh, all the I other you, ones then right. Then you just went on to say I've got got all of them right. It was like oh, I think you cut out on one on the very vital word in that sentence. <laughs> Come on, 15 years. Uh, I'm going to say true. You're going to say true? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, fucking yes, mate. Yeah, that is... Yeah, Get in. Is, um, Show I've me your knees. I've told that story a few ways. Um, well, my, my legs are obviously hairier than they were when I was a child, so... I should hope I so. I was there, but it's obviously it's very faded compared to what it was all those years ago yeah um, but it is still there I can see it but okay yeah, I do struggle to see it but it was, it was there and yeah and that's I've told that story a few ways over the years for the first few years of telling that story I still believed that the pottery was stuck in my leg um <laughs> Uh, I remember telling that story of me actually going back into the pool and acting like nothing happened and the blood turning red. So yeah. the story exists, but obviously because I was so young, it's hard for me to distinguish. So what I had to do there was essentially piece together what was the most realistic, which would have been my eight-year-old brother at the time looking very shocked as to why there's blood running down my leg. Yeah, that's fair enough. Because I do think that was the most viable answer to that. Looking back on it, I don't think it was something as drastic as me fucking flooding the whole pool with my blood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, some sort of biblical shit there. Yeah. And that was actually my last one as well. Okay, well this is my last one. Okay. So I once wrote a song for a girl I liked and played it for her. Okay. Right. Okay. So, uh, this girl was called Molly. And <laughs> she went to my scout group. Yeah. And I know. I couldn't wait for Tuesdays, which was the time when we'd have scouts. And. Yeah. Because it meant that I would get to see Molly, and I had a massive crush on her. So. I've got Please don't tell me this is another story I've already heard. <laughs> I've got a um <laughs> set of musical parents. My dad plays guitar and my mum plays piano. My stepdad is yeah. trying to learn drums at the moment, which is pretty cool. And uh nice. I play guitar and I dabble on piano but I don't know what I'm doing on it really. But um Yeah. Yeah. So there's always instruments lying about in our house is the point I'm trying to make. And I had to go on my mum's piano at one point, and I just decided, you know what, I'm going to try and make an, a nice piece of music, but I'm going to dedicate it to Molly. And I, I would have been probably about 13, maybe 12, 13 at this point. Okay. And she would have been the same age uh, before you say anything. And yeah, I know. I, I know about <laughs> Molly. What are you talking about? <laughs> and uh, you're serenading a thirteen-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
yeah, I, I, I made this song, and I, I thought, what if I write a song that makes it sound how I feel about her? It was very sort of poetic and, and namby-pamby, but I thought, it makes sense, I want to do it, and I felt like I had to. So I did this thing. I, I wrote this piece of music, and it probably sounded god-awful especially when I played it for her at Scouts. Um, <laughs> I said to her, hey, because um, we, we were very close anyway, so I was like, hey, do you want to go off to the back room or whatever? Because usually we go back oh, there yeah. and we just tit about and make each other laugh and that. And we went to the back room and there was an old sort of honky-tonk piano in there. And because uh, the place we used to go to Scouts was an old church. And the thing next to it was like a community centre type thing so it had like pianos and coffee bars and that and it was pretty cool um, yeah. yeah so we were around this piano and I went to start playing and her friend came in and I was like oh no I can't play in front of somebody else and she would not leave so I was like for fuck's sake can you tell her to leave <clears throat> and uh, she wouldn't so I ended up playing this piece of music in front of Molly and her friend and it just yeah it didn't go well I kept hitting bum notes <laughs> and yeah, it just sounded awful so <laughs> you know that sounds like you just said I kept hitting bum notes so imagine you're middle playing this lovely song to her yeah and then all of a sudden you hit a note it's like bum 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 so yeah oh, and uh, after I'd finished she said oh that, yeah that sounds good and we were never really as close after that and she left uh, I don't know whether it was due to my piano playing or what probably the cringiness of what is Alex Ilsley probably yeah yeah that's what I put it down to well I'm trying to think yeah because I'm still latching on to the comment you made right at the beginning that there's a surprise okay mm-hmm. and I've not I'm trying to remember your story I'm trying to think, you said it's a surprise for the listeners, but it wouldn't necessarily be a good surprise for me. Now, you singing any kind of song <laughs> that you made up when you were 12 would <laughs> would definitely be... Horrifying. A, shit, a horrific surprise for me, and also a very horrific surprise for the listeners. Don't worry, I'm not singing anything. <laughs> But I'm oh. thinking maybe you are and you're just telling lies. <laughs> um, but you making up a song, that does sound like you, definitely. Um, you're very... Uh, what's the word? Talented. Sad. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So it's a, it's a difficult one, you know, because your stories. I've I've gotten a lot of them right, which has surprised me as well. Because yeah. a lot of them you've already told me. <laughs> now, I know about again this. There's something about the story that sounds very familiar to me, and I'm trying to picture why. Now you haven't done me dirty like I've done you dirty by flipping the the script and saying somebody else's story from your point of view. <laughs> Doesn't mean yeah. you haven't started doing it now. True. 
But I don't know who else would have written Molly a song other than you. It, there's only yeah, you're the only person I know that would, other than Josh Weiser. But I don't. That could have been. He plays piano, but he wouldn't have done the bum notes though. He's kind of, you know, good at what he does. So. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but then again, right? So. Oh, can you can you kind of hum how the song went? Uh, it's quite high because it started off high up on the keyboard. So, okay, well as best you can. I'm not asking for a. Oh you know. God. No. Hang on. It doesn't have to <laughs> be get the octave either, right. Obviously. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was one of the bum yeah. notes. <laughs> <laughs> what straight off the bat? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. Oh my god! No wonder she fucking uh, your relationship with her didn't get any better. It goes. It sort of goes. Nah, 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 nah. But there's other stuff going on. I can't sing it. There's too much things. <laughs> <laughs> there's too many things going on. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate enough. <laughs> Just because of how long we've actually been recording for, I'm gonna, I am going to say an answer. I'm I'm probably going to get it wrong, but I'm going to say that it's true because oh. it's you. <laughs> I mean, you're partially correct, I suppose. It's false. Well, you can't be a it's false. yes and no, mate. It's false, right? It's, okay. it's like yours because you say, oh, it's true because it happened, but it didn't happen to me. This one is similar in the Was sense that, Fraser? no, this was me, but not let me explain it. I did write a song for a girl called Molly. Yeah, I remember. Right? Yeah. But she did not go to Scouts, and I did not play it for her. And it was ah, not... Ah, that's where the confusion... It was not when I was 13 or 14. So... Okay. There was elements of truth did, to yeah. that. Um, yeah. I wrote this song probably when I was about 15, if not... 16 somewhere around that yeah and yeah I recently found it again on my computer and I was like oh wow okay I forgot about that and so I did an updated version of it which sounds a lot better so that is the surprise if everyone cares (laughs) I have the song that I can play for us I fucking told you at the end I told you you said sing I'm not singing yeah, but I I was right though on the past that the surprise yeah, you were right. was a fucking song. Yeah. See, I'm good. I could have been a detective, you know. Leesman. Leesman, <laughs> easy. Yes. Self-made on, detective. Lad. Self-made detective. Oh dear. What a fucking champ. Check out our oh, cops catching crooks on camera, committing criminal crimes on camera oh. video. Even though it's not called Please that do. anymore, it's I think it's called arresting Where's Wally. So oh, what? You downplayed the fucking... I changed the title because no one's going to type in Cops Catching Crooks on Cow... It's too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there was someone about that title. No, it's still in there. It's the title of the thing, but, oh. you know, that's going to be what it's called okay. the next time we do one as well, so stay tuned for that. Oops, I accidentally clicked on Ron's vlogs. Nobody wants that. <laughs> no, I don't even want that. 
<laughs> oh yeah cops arrest where's wally 140 views so please yeah go. Nice. that's one of my favorite videos we've made it's bloody brilliant yeah it was good fun there's yeah, another one due fun. to come out when covid calms down um we have a few more yes. sketch ideas for anyone that's interested and uh yeah we hope to be getting on that I'm very soon very excited more sporting very steven excited. a medieval sketch for right. those who care um yeah, so that was my last one, and that was your last one, wasn't it? So that, that was, basically yeah, brings out. us to the end of this episode. So this this was fun. I enjoyed that. <coughs> Don't sound too optimistic, oh, mate. mate. Right. Next, last time I fun. said something like that, you were like, oh, why'd you sound so surprised? I was like... Oh, yeah, well, yeah, you did, you, but now you sound fucking... There's a, you can... Well, that was fun. You know that was good. You know, keep it up. Don't don't. Oh, mate, don't you ever listen to don't anything? Don't sound too upset. excited about it. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Next time we'll be doing impressions of each other and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> done. Episode done. Right. Nice. Uh, yeah. So that's the end of. Would I lie to him? Uh, <laughs> join us next time. When we'll be, what should we do next time? Should we try and work on um, something like Room One Hundred One? Because we didn't do this one, we didn't do it this time. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what I hate so much that I could even. But who would be the middle person in that? That doesn't have to be. We just explain why we're putting things in Room One Hundred One. I think I might want to wait for that one until we get like some more people on the podcast. They can be like the middle person. Okay. So it's not us debating to each other what should go in 101 it should be us debating to somebody else and fighting against each other to win ah. to have their item put in one on one okay yeah i like that idea better i don't know what i was thinking so it's probably not room 101 <laughs> oh well but just room room one <laughs> room one <laughs> okay well, I'm going to end this uh, episode with Molly's song, as it's called. Um, God. So, yeah, stay tuned if you want to hear that. Um, I, I quite like it. There is a, a part in it where I mess up the timing, so apologies for that. But, <laughs> you know, generally, it doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll play that now. Boom, done. Because I can't play it live, so yeah, I'll have I to put it I, in afterwards. I know. I know. Thank fuck. <laughs>